0: Welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily and wow look at that a perfect five o'clock start for us today and I gotta say that you know Dre this perfect start is perfect for your perfect day betting today uh, uh the day of a lifetime for you I'm 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 blown away this is uh like nothing I've ever seen
1: yeah and uh I mean, thank goodness I can't take good advice from you, from myself, and believed in all these picks to do two different parlays, which made the day even sweeter. Um, so on the picks we gave yesterday, I went 6-0. and That's uh, our one all-big-favorites three-way parlay where Liverpool, Barcelona, and Atalanta took care of business. Atalanta and Barcelona made me sweat it out like nobody's business. All these games, there were like two that were kind of safe, the rest of the slate, I needed nine games to go my way, were just uh, brutal and came down to the last 20 minutes. Um, so I, I was going pretty crazy, especially with five games going on at the same time. But then Napoli came through with the 2-1 victory. Roma came through. And Parma, I'm never betting against Parma again because watching Roma like squander all these opportunities and having Parma go up early and... They they scored a goal, but it was offsides. Like, Parma really, really, really stressed me out on this one. My big upset of the day, Sassuolo against Bologna. Easy breezy, uh, plus 200 there. And then Torino went down 1-0 to Brescia, but they came back to win 3-1. So in the end, six picks correct in the Italian league. Parlay hits. And then, sadly, Fade RK happened for me. I mean, think of all the things that had to go right for this beautiful day to unfold. Um, I had no business winning with Sheffield United, like none. And yet they, uh, after getting dominated, they get the set piece goal <laughs> right at the death. And uh, that started off things nicely. So the parlay was a like a, a plus a 100. Sheffield United was a plus 200. Sasuolo was in the plus 200s. And then all those favorites hit. It was just uh, delightful. What a delightful afternoon for me.
0: So give me a just a picture. What was the, the, the biggest parlay you had was a five gamer, right?
1: Yep. yep. What were the
0: odds on that?
1: That was in the plus 1200s.
0: Okay, plus 1200 on that. What do you think you came out uh, with units wise today?
1: I think just net we're in a plus 15 unit day.
0: Plus 15 units on the day. Wow. Mid-week. That, <laughs> what bad. an absolute dream. Uh, I, I had a, one great win today. Oh. Uh, I unfortunately lost the Wolves match, uh, but I called it yesterday. I said, what the hell is West Ham doing being heavy favorites in a soccer game? Like, has anyone ever watched West Ham play soccer this season before (laughs) making them? I mean, they were minus 107 while Burnley's over here at plus 330. So I said, hey, you know, we'll play it safe here. I, I put I sprinkled a little on the tie and I sprinkled a little. I should say half a unit on the tie, half a unit on Burnley mm-hmm. to win. Well, Burnley wins. That's plus 330. And then, of course, yeah. I gave up the half a unit. But, you know, so you, uh, you end up there with three and a half units uh, on that or two and a half units on that, uh, maybe uh, somewhere in that range um, with the win. So I'll take that. That was an easy one. One zero, you know, West Ham continues to suck.
1: Love fading West Ham. I think that was a great call. I'm I'm kind of kicking myself for not throwing that in the mix because uh you know few few picks have I been more enthusiastic about than when you came up with that one yesterday for
0: us. Yeah, if you threw that into your five oh. gamer,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd be looking really good. I I might have quit this show and uh and retired for a living at that point. Um. So, yeah, pretty, pretty incredible, especially with everything happening at the same time. I mean, two hours ago, I thought that parlay was doomed. Atalanta I had in both parlays, my Italian league only parlays and my intercontinental parlay with Barcelona and Liverpool. Uh, they were 0-0 going into the 70th minute. And I texted you, you know, this could really shape up to be a great day if Atalanta can get, get me over the top. I texted you. They scored on a corner like that. They went up two zip, uh, maybe ten minutes after that. So that was that. Almost ended up being a stress-free bet. Barcelona was really horrendous. Barcelona had no business winning a game where both teams ended up ten, ten with ten men. Both teams getting a red card, and Espanol squandered numerous uh, scoring opportunities. They were the team pressing for the tie at the end, rather than Barcelona trying to hit them on the counter it was really uh, brutal all
0: right well um i did say i had a little bit of a feeling on brighton to beat liverpool such was not the case uh brighton hove or albion didn't show up mm-hmm. uh none of the three cities were there That's uh, right. and uh liverpool was up 2-0 before you could even figure out what brighton hove and albion even meant <laughs> um which we still don't really understand we and don't know. Uh, Liverpool, man, they just... Why do they make it look so easy? How do they make it look so easy?
1: That was unreal and so quick, too. Uh, And they just press, you know. They they defend by attacking. They're just... They come in waves and they're constant. And they just need, like, two good touches and they're boom. They're they're in the area and they're scoring what looks like an easy goal. Manchester City got got back to it, too, with uh, so much for my... Plus twenty two hundred Newcastle was where the value lied there. Minus a thousand, still a good bet for Man City, an easy four zip win. But yeah, five zip. Five, five zip. Oof, yeah,
0: they chipped in one at the death just for fun. Um yep. I I just can't get over Liverpool when I watch them. Like I, I watch wolves just like slog their way through this game, just begging for a goal all day. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, Liverpool's on there just tapping them in like it's nothing. Same thing with Manchester City, honestly. It's actually really – soccer can be really frustrating to watch uh, yeah. the more I watch of it. It's um,
1: true. And exhilarating sometimes.
0: Right. It kind of reminds me – and this is not a fair comparison to my Wolves, but it reminds me of like when I watch a, uh, a CU football game and then <laughs> I get home and I turn on like Texas Tech or something. And I'm like – how are they moving the ball so easily? Why don't we do this? Like, what is going on here? Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Um, but that's kind of how I felt watching Liverpool today. I'm like, my team just dragged for 95 minutes trying to just pray one into the goal. And they just, you know, they scored two in the first 10 minutes. It was actually really frustrating to watch. But anyways. Yeah, that was a tough uh, Ten and 0 for you today. Unbelievable. What can I say? All right, so give us 10 more for tomorrow. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. You'll have to stay tuned for the rest of the show.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll give out some more picks. Uh, We do have some PGA action starting up tomorrow. Mm. Um, It's very confusing what's going on here in the PGA. They're playing two tournaments Mm. back-to-back at the same place. Um, Mirfield Village is where they're playing. And this is a tough course, uh, which... It's fun because I'm tired of watching these guys just rip up easy courses. Um, I want to see them struggle a little bit. This is a tougher course. And I'm just really interested in what's going to happen here because there's two scenarios. One is a guy like Justin Thomas goes out there and wins this thing. And then he becomes the favorite to win next week because they're running it back with the Memorial tournament, which everyone's heard of next week at Mirfield village. So I'm just, I think that's a possibility. And then I also think that maybe some of these bigger names are almost treating this like one big long practice round and almost, I don't want to say not taking it seriously because whenever there's like millions of dollars on the line, I can't imagine them not taking it seriously, but maybe um, experimenting a little more than they would, uh, you know? Oh, okay. Let me see if I can draw this, around those trees or can I reach this into, you know, I, I, I think it's like a nothing to lose tournament for some of these bigger names. And so I wonder if just a guy, you know, that, that I was looking at like a Colin Morikawa who's mm-hmm. like a guy who's playing good golf um, and isn't going to, you know, take anything for granted because he's young mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he's he's still played less than 30 tournaments on the tour um, and he, he sees this as like, I'm going to take this one super seriously, uh, and go win myself, you know, a million dollars for while all these other guys are, you know, trying to experiment. I think young, young golfers are the way to go in this, uh, in this workday charity open.
1: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I was thinking like, well, maybe guys like Brooks Koepka or Justin Thomas they almost, you know, they care less, so it's less pressure, and they're playing more loose, and that might almost be an advantage. But I like how you laid it out and the experimenting and not really having your foot on the gas as much, and how that could, uh, you know, make these bigger names less value. I think Victor Hovland, who has played well, a bigger name, but not a big name. He he'd really like to get another win on the tour under his belt. 22 so he fits the age range you know you get him at plus 2600 here um he's one where uh wise guys have liked him but morikawa he's got the fifth most money bet placed on him so the the sharps agree with you my man
0: yeah morikawa at 30 to 1 really really intrigues me um jacking's mixing it up this week have you noticed that they're not going with their normal boosts on any sports um, mm. they've got an interesting one here. 30% profit boost on what they're calling Group A, and you got to pick the winner of Group A, but they'll give you a profit boost of 30% if you get that right. The problem is none of these guys fall into the category that I just talked about. So I don't I don't have a strong lean here. Um, but the group is Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, Brooks Kepka and Hideki Matsuyama. Uh mm. and again, if I had to pick, I'd go JT, but right. none of these guys excite me in terms of you know what they're going to do this week. So you could get JT with that 30% profit boost. Let me just see what it is.
1: Yeah, that's kind of nice. You can get John Ram as an odds boost to plus 14.05. That's up from plus from plus 1,300.
0: Okay, that's nice. But anyways, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that that was out there. If that's something you're interested in. Obviously, I'm not the biggest on trying to pick winners, although ever since I did actually hit one, now I'm a little bit more <laughs> a little bit higher on it. Um but I do really like Colin Morikawa this week. So I'm going to uh I'm gonna kinda ride him uh through, you know, some of my more my my more favorable bets, such as uh the what am I talking about here? The the matchups. There's the word I was looking right, for. Right, right. Okay. Um, so let me see what I can get here on Colin Morikawa's matchup for tomorrow.
1: It's um, interesting going into this weekend rather than like the last couple where the last couple, the big favorites are guys who are kind of hot coming into it. JT and Brooks Kepka, kind of two of the bigger names coming into this one. Took weren't playing the last couple of tournaments, and guys like the Shambo and Webb Simpson, who've been really hot, they're t- sitting this one out. So, I do think that your theory, even more, we may have a few more surprises here.
0: Yeah, I mean, this very well could be one where someone just completely comes out of nowhere and wins this thing, mm-hmm. um, which is always, you know, a better's nightmare. Yep. Um, there was actually. I think it was it was that tournament last week which I already forgot the name of it. It was last year that they uh they didn't pay out anyone in Vegas. Like literally the winner had no he wasn't even available.
1: Oh <laughs> crazy. Yeah, the Nate Lashley guy in the Rocket yes. Mortgage. Yes. Oh crazy.
0: Wow. That's insane. Not um, even on the board. I mean just
1: Well it well, goes to show you how much better the competition is now where the you know These are the first like five PGA events since we've been back to doing sports, so it's been significantly better, uh, a better field than like Nate Lashley at the at the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit last week. You know,
0: I almost think that they should have to give everyone their money back if the person who won wasn't even on the board.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but then again, the guy you bet on didn't win, so I mean. And right, maybe but... if you were betting on the Rocket Mortgage last year, you you were a little more of a degenerate than if you're betting on the 2020 version of the Rocket Mortgage, you know.
0: <laughs> That's very true. Uh I'm trying to find the um round 1 group for Colin Morikawa. I don't know why my eyes are just missing him every time I scroll through this unless for some reason his oh, group, group isn't on What is it? Group C. No, no. I'm talking about best score round one. Uh, um, I, don't, I can't find him. It's driving me nuts. Maybe they don't have his group on here. If I find it this time, I'm going to be mad that I scrolled over it 12 times. Uh,
1: oh, well, wow. could get hot. All
0: right. Well, I'm, now I'm mad. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's Colin Morikawa, Mark Leishman, and Brant Snedeker. Now – I think I'm just going to, like, hop on the Morikawa train here. Um, so,
1: Oh, all aboard.
0: So I've got you... I'm going to give you three... Well, let me see. Let me just work my way through this here. Um,
1: Damn it, I can't find this either. Here we go. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me see if Morikawa is in one of these six shooters. So he is. Okay. So I've got three different Morikawa bets. Uh-huh. We're going to live or die with Morikawa tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Morikawa, tie no bet to beat Mark Leishman straight up, all right? Okay. And we're going to add another guy to the mix. We're going to Morikawa to win his group uh, straight up. So that's Leishman and Snedeker. That's plus 145. And then we're going to go round one, late six shooter, Colin Morikawa to beat uh, Fitzpatrick, Scheffler, Leishman, Snedeker, and Rogers oh at plus three hundred.
1: Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> the all Morikawa. Okay, we're uh, hey, we're we
0: calling we're calling on Colin here to come through for us.
1: We might as well take him, sprinkle him to win <laughs> yes, and uh, yes. and top five and top ten at this point. I Give think, me,
0: um, I'm all in on Morikawa. Can I bet on his uh, his over under tomorrow? Oh nope, they only have a few guys there.
1: Oh damn, that's a shame. Um, now you know the good people. What's it called? It's like Sports Line, where they run the the projections for all these PGA tournaments using a bunch of different uh, factors and what have you. Um, they like Hovland, um, and then they do. Uh, they they warn against the pick of Brooks Koepka
0: who to the layman
1: like me looks like nice value, but Brooks hasn't looked great uh, since being back. We've we've talked about his issues of not always being locked in, in these uh, lesser tournaments. Um, that might be especially true this week. I know that outside of JT, he's the one where... Um, not just the betting public, but, you know, the money has been going to because at plus 1500, a big name like that is nice value. But I do um, I would I would warn against that just because uh, there's a you know, his form and his his mentality as a player. Uh, there's a few different factors that make Brooks Kepka mm, a bit of a riskier pick than that that appealing value might seem.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone's a risky pick when more Kyle is going to mow down the whole field.
1: <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that's also true. Yeah.
0: The uh, a thirty to one to make to win. What do we got here? Uh plus Plus six fifty on top five,
1: which is uh, nice.
0: Plus three hundred top ten.
1: Mm. Sadly, is a minus two ninety five to make the cut. So
0: Just... I would have
1: liked better value, but you know, when you're a stud like that, yeah.
0: Just keep pouring it on. If you find if his name is on there, pick it.
1: Shame that I can't use all these new winnings of mine to parlay all of these. <laughs> together. Yes,
0: yeah, so you cannot parlay him to win, get the top five, and get top ten all together. Else, you'd get some crazy odds on that.
1: I feel like I feel like. Um... Like I need like a debt adjuster. I need to be able to call DraftKings and talk them into this. Like, come on, Morikawa is not winning this. Just <laughs> let me parlay it all. Let's get stupid with this, please. One bet that isn't stupid, and I don't need to call DraftKings for because they are already offering it up to us. And this was a a nice easy winner last week, though I didn't. I had I I didn't have this kind of juice on it at plus two eighty five, Ryan. You can bet Ricky Fowler, Hideki Matsuyama, and my man, Harold Varner. It's almost like DraftKings listens into us all to hit the fairway in regulation on their first hole. You can get that at plus 285. That's a DraftKings odd boost. Just a nice and juicy waiting for you right there in the Sportsbook app. And that seems like, you know, not to to, uh, doubt any of your Morikawa picks. But that seems like maybe the best value bet of uh, of all that we've given out on this PGA tournament.
0: Where okay, so this is in tournament props.
1: Um,
0: yeah, it's got to be. So yeah. you know, here's another one. If you like me, think Morikawa is just gonna run away with this thing, winner by four strokes or more, plus two seventy five. <laughs> oh no. oh um, no! This is actually interesting. So the winning That's margin. Cool. Winning margin by anyone, right? Um, Hmm. They've got winning by one stroke is the most likely outcome, plus 250. Winning by four strokes or more is the second most likely outcome in their mind, which is really interesting. Has that light just been changing behind me this entire time?
1: no i think that has started uh just recently (laughs) (laughs) i
0: mean i know the 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 crowd is picking up down at the dnvr bar but i didn't realize we were going full party mode already
1: i guess so i mean frankly to celebrate a day like today i think it's only appropriate
0: that's true it's kind of driving me crazy though so i'm gonna make it stop um i just find that really interesting after a playoff the third most uh likely scenario plus 350. Winning by two strokes, tied with that, plus 350. And then three strokes, for some reason, super unlikely in their mind, plus 600. Why is four strokes or more? I guess because you get or more, but...
1: Oh, there's an or more in there. Okay,
0: okay. Right, four strokes or more. It's the
1: field pick, basically. Still, kind of crazy. It feels like maybe some nice value if you want to sprinkle that two and three.
0: You could, or you could go wire to wire winner. Call, you know. You think well, Morikawa is going to fire a sixty-three tomorrow, and then just ride it out plus twelve hundred.
1: Right? Who could pass up that that, that when when that's your plan? Uh, you you have a point.
0: Um, Morikawa to have the best round of the tournament plus four thousand.
1: Now I like this by two or three strokes, though, because I think the scores will be slightly less. Right.
0: So you're saying sprinkle two and three.
1: Yeah. And scores being lower though. Right. Shouldn't that help the field be a little closer since you're saying they're not just going to Tyson this course, like they have the last two or three.
0: Well, I don't think anyone, but Colin Morikawa is going to do that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Let's entertain that. Maybe Morikawa doesn't perform as we hope. Um,
0: What did Bryson win by this week too? Uh,
1: did it end up being just two
0: i think yeah well two or three at a certain
1: point he was up like it was minus 20 and minus 16. but i think you're right i think the gap was closed and it ended up being minus 20 and minus 18.
0: i think he was 23 and the second place was 21. oh wow yeah he really uh
1: see two or three it's uh it's the random go with the random value
0: yeah exactly um so, yeah, Morikawa, best round of the tournament. That's available. Uh, I'm just looking at all of these here. Winner to birdie, 72nd hole, plus 600. Oh, wow. That's an interesting one. Winner to bogey, the 72nd hole, is uh, plus uh 300. Hmm. Okay, Chris Hill comes in. He tells us it was a t- minus 23 to minus 20.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay. I do feel like recently we've we've seen some bigger wins, no. But no, I guess the field's been pretty close.
0: Yeah, it has been pretty close.
1: Chris is right to ask that. And we've got four par fives, ten par fours, four par threes in this one.
0: So it's a it's par seventy-two. Yeah. Um, there are some crazy bets on here. Sorry, this is the first time I've ever gone through these. You can get top hey. former Arizona State player. You yes, can bet on that.
1: Yes, the college ones are fun.
0: I didn't realize that uh, John Rahm was a Sun Devil.
1: Um, looks there like there should be some some play on words there. But
0: Oklahoma cool. State just with a hell of a field there.
1: What's We've got Ricky? Seven
0: on guys in the field. Ricky's plus 175 behind Victor Hovland.
1: Victor's uh Victor is a cowboy. Wow. Okay. Yep.
0: All right, this is the last one I'll go through. Okay. A hole in uh, They don't even have a hole in one in the tournament, all right? Mhm. How crazy is this? Only plus 110.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's wild.
0: Like I minus almost want to hit.
1: <laughs> seems like a great deal.
0: I almost want to hit the no minus 150, but they must know some. There must be a, a very easy par three on this course. Because mm. yeah. they have, you can that bet on two sense. or more hole in ones in the tournament plus 350. Crazy. Heck, yeah. just for it to happen in round one is only plus 550.
1: Yeah, jeez. Maybe we need to go the other way. Maybe this is hole-in-one central.
0: All right, I'll get us out of this rabbit hole um, <laughs> going down all of the dumb bets you can take on a golf round. Uh, anyways, before we move on and get to some of Andre's soccer picks, as we are on full heater alert, we haven't even played that yet. Um, That's true. Andre, we got to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. The best sportsbook in the world. Mm-hmm. And the best, sport, highest-rated sportsbook app in the United States. You got to get in on the action over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah. They've already, they're already, you know, just making it amazing odds on this UFC fight this weekend. Mm-hmm. They'll give you plus five hundred on either fighter. And Dre, in the past, this has been they've only allowed you to bet ten. Well, this week you can bet twenty. Wow. On this, so you can win a hundred bucks if you get the fighter to win the main event. At UFC 251, correct? And there's a heavy favorite in this. Now, it kind of bothers me because I like the underdog, and I wanted to bet on the underdog, but they're not really giving me much of a choice here. Yeah. Um, so anyways, plus 500 on either fighter. You can bet up to 20, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always amazing boosts over at DraftKings Sportsbook, so make sure you check it out. This week... Get in on that. Use the code DNVR to get in on your $1,000 sign-up bonus. Yes, it's a $1,000 sign-up bonus. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dre. Can we play the heater alert for Dre. He needs it. There it is. Brr, 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 brr. Thank you. Thank you.
1: We've been wearing shades a lot these last two weeks, man.
0: Yeah, it has been oh, Shade nice. City.
1: You know, it's almost like two people who are paid to watch and talk and write about sports know what they're talking about once nope. they're actually able to watch the games.
0: Nope. Couldn't be. Not me. I don't <laughs> know anything. No I just question. only thing I know is that Colin Warcraft is going off. <laughs>
1: We basically lost Ryan. He has (laughs) left us. He's dedicated his life. He might as well be be wearing a white robe and knocking at your door as soon as he does. He's done with this podcast. Have you (laughs) heard the
0: good word about (laughs) Colin Morikawa? Exactly
1: right. uh, (laughs) He's changed his life forever. He uh, he just works for Colin Morikawa now. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. Uh,
0: Okay. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I can only assume that we're going to have some serious success uh, once American sports come back, just because I I know based on past experiences that I've been able to have success in those uh, games. So, but you are right that now that we like know a little bit about these Premier League teams, you're obviously watching Italian soccer every day. Um, it, it certainly helps. We weren't really able to get, we were only able to go off the box scores when it came to the KBO and we were still right around 500 for a long time. Yes, yeah. So, Anyways, uh, we're starting to heat up for sure, and you are full heater right now. So the world waits with bated breath to see what you're going to take us to, where you're going to take us tomorrow.
1: Let's start with the EPL. That's uh, that's the fun ones. That's that's what people want to hear about. And um, right off the bat, good old Bournemouth uh, at home, <laughs> like I care to Tottenham. <laughs> and Tottenham last last game, you know, it was a tough one. I think they're starting to adapt the um, the mentality of their their coach, Jose Mourinho. You know, uh, I think they're kind of becoming the bullies in town. Uh, they're going to be less attractive than the Tottenham's were used to, but they might be more reliable to bet on. And at minus 148, I, I kind of like that with uh, with kind of the state of uh of that team right now. Um, They've just been a little feistier and against Bournemouth. I, I like those odds, you know. Um mm-hmm. also I'm realizing much like the NFL, the the EPL especially, I, I'm trying to bet on coaches I trust because there are too many times where then I watch the game and as soon as the camera goes to the sideline, it's like, oh great. I bet on Brendan Rogers' team, this is gonna suck. <laughs> um, um so along those lines, I love Carlon Cherotti who coaches at Everton against Southampton. Southampton they they don't scare me anymore, Ryan. Just like West Ham. They did it to us once against Chelsea. Southampton did it to us once. I, what was that? Oh, it was Man City, right. They, they blew our parlay. Well, they blew your parlay. Um, so Everton's coming. Everton will avenge us. And you're getting them at plus 112 at home. Uh, so that's nice right there. And, you know, not that uh, we can make this a pick. And not that I see a ton of great parlay opportunities here. Uh, but you can sprinkle in Manchester United, arguably the team in the best form of any team in the EPL right now. They're a minus 335. But against Aston Villa, I think, uh, I think their great run of form will just continue. Let's see what total goals you can get in that game because that's another thing. Man U's just been scoring up a storm. Over 2.5 is just minus 157 in that. Over 3.5 is plus 163. Those are both uh, quite appealing lines in that Man U game. So there's two picks for you in the EPL and some options uh, to use um, Man U there. How about
0: this one? How about this one, though? Yeah, lay it on me. Um, Man U to be winning at halftime Mm. minus 141.
1: That's intriguing. They do score in bunches. I think you'll sweat that out for the first 25 minutes, and then you'll be just fine. But just know it's, it, the road's going to be just a little rocky for 25 minutes. Just be prepared to strap in for a second.
0: But just, just so you know this, uh, so to the over-under in the first half at over 0.5 mm-hmm. is minus 385. So DraftKings is saying there will be a goal scored in the first half. You just need it to be for Man U and no one else.
1: And honestly, it, here's the thing. We, we've talked about how the first goal scored can be really, can, can change the entire dynamic of the game. That's very true when the favorite scores first. Yes. Because now the underdog, they, they can't really execute their game plan. They're staying a little more conservative and trying to get it in on the counter on a set piece. Now they got to open up a little more. And they become much more susceptible to getting scored on because almost always the favorite is the better attacking team, the team that has more talent on the attack. When the underdog scores first, it's almost nice. It almost opens the game up and your favorite, assuming they do so with ample time, like Southampton doing it at the 92nd minute, that kind of ruins things. Um, but if they do it within you know the first half that really kind of opens things up happened to Manu in the last game um i forget who the terrible team they were playing against was they score first and then manu scored like two within the blink of an eye um, and
0: so and michael from broncos europe here is asking us uh it, can you get both teams to score for the united match yes you can michael uh both teams to score yes plus 102 both teams to score no minus 132 oof
1: yeah, I mean, a little steep, and Michael, being a United fan, I think is implying that that defense has been a little leaky. Uh, so Villa, maybe maybe with Man U up, two zip, a little distraction, Villa scores one, and then, boom, they're off to the races. It's like a 4-1, and that over 3.5 hits, easy breezy. Um, I like the EPL slate better than the City Ass slate, which, of course, was my real um, Money maker today and just has been in general um the last couple weeks um
0: here's what Michael from Broncos europe has to say about United's defense here dre <laughs>
1: yeah I mean, I don't,
0: who's grellish
1: i I don't get the reference either <laughs> i
0: i I'm thinking maybe it's like the worst team in the second division
1: possible possible I, I i hope uh I hope Michael follows up yeah I mean look they've got a lot of talent they I'd love some of the talent they have on defense, but yeah, sometimes they let in some leaky goals. If you weren't me and you weren't wearing this jersey and you didn't live in Milan for fifteen years, you might see good value in Inter on the road at minus one forty three against Verona. I have liked Verona before. They have won me some money. They've also lost me some money. Um I just you know, I, I imagine you have rules similar to this where you wouldn't bet on Nebraska or Colorado State or uh, the Raiders or the Red Wings or the I don't... Lakers um, so I mean sometimes
0: I I can't pass up good value where it is but there I love I love like a 8:30 p.m. start where CSU is playing like Boise State and they're 13 and a half point underdogs and I just mm-hmm. I love betting on Boise State that it's always a great way for me to finish my Saturdays.
1: I mean, that's the thing. You almost and you know your rivals pretty well. They're almost like your second third team in some ways because you know them pretty well. So there can be some advantage in that. I do think Inter here is the better vet, and they're on the road, so you're getting a little extra value. It's not good enough for me to say, Oh yeah, that's such good value. I have to give it as a pick. Oh, so, by the yeah. way,
0: there's a guy named Jack Grelish on Villa. Uh that's who oh. they were so that's who they were saying could there score. You go.
1: Okay. Uh, I like that. I wonder if the joke is that Grealish is like the worst villain. No, I think he's, score. Okay. I
0: don't think it was a joke. I think he was literally saying like Grealish could score like, Oh, okay. He <laughs> might, he might put one
1: in. <laughs> okay. right, Because right. We need to remember the EPL, you know, there's an outstanding talent on all these teams, especially in attack. So yeah, there are guys who can just bang it in and could, uh, could have a nice final pick Liga Thursday. Um, Sevilla on the road to Atletico Bilbao. Sevilla hasn't quite got it right. Uh, They are clearly the fourth best team in La Liga. Um, Since being back, they've been okay. But at plus 145 on the road, that would be my my third pick. They did win their last time out. I think they're starting to figure out and get back on a roll. Um, And again, you're getting a little more value because you're betting on the road team, but we don't care.
0: Yep. Totally. Love the pick. And uh, last thing from uh, Michael from Broncos Europe. He says, imagine a great wide receiver on an awful team. That's grellish. Think like Randy Moss when he went to the Raiders. Uh, And he says, good night, lads. And I'm thinking maybe he gets a chance, and all he has to do is grellish the opportunity.
1: Oh, boy. I was hoping you wouldn't make such a bad joke.
0: (laughs) And, And while I'm at it, I might as well just say, get more... More Akawa. However much you can get, buy more. If the stock's out there, buy more. Just buy, buy, buy. More, more Akala.
1: Yeah, and maybe be more responsible and use the odds boost for Fowler, Matsuyama, and Varner all to hit the fairway on the first hole.
0: That sounds fun. I might get in on that as well. Yeah, Except they're, think... they're teeing off at like 5.45 a.m. or something. Yeah, it's not,
1: it's not happening. I'm I I wanna... to be watching with bated breath.
0: I want to sit there and like watch the ball like rolling towards the edge of the fairway. It's like no, no, and then it holds up on the last blade of grass.
1: We should mention uh, soccer stateside tonight: mm-hmm. Inter Miami against Orlando, a bit of a Florida Derby. Um, Inter Miami favorite. There, there's some odds boost there. And then tomorrow, bright and early at 7 a.m., New York City FC. Playing against the Philadelphia Union, and then we have two more games. Um, I really actually, here's an official pick. Oh no, that's Friday. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Never mind. All right. I just
0: want to point out that in the two games that you mentioned, there were four different styles of MLS team. You had Inter Miami CF, you have um, Orlando City SC, NYC FC, yep. and then the classic American team name. Philadelphia Union. That's four four teams, four different styles of names. Please kill me.
1: Yeah, figure it out. On on principle alone, we will root for the Union. I don't think that's great value.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's the Union's odds there?
1: Uh, They're they're in the plus. Everyone's in the pluses, which you like, plus 205.
0: I'm in. Count me in. I mean, not not as an official pick, but I just (laughs) want to fade all these – Faith teams with dumb names. That's my new strategy. Okay. Is that all we got for today?
1: Yeah. Uh, We got to get off because we have a a game, the Florida Derby to watch in 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, I got to go hit my bank account so I can take out more money to put on a Colin Moore account. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to DNVR Bets Daily, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.